0: Okay, hello everyone. Today we will be studying the Mishnayot for Monday, March 14th, making our way through Masechet Damai, the last Mishnah in the 5th chapter, and the first Mishnah of the 6th chapter. So again, this is the last Mishnah um, on this theme that we have been studying for a few days, where you are trying to tithe from one pile to fix the other pile. So the Mishnah tells us, Tara min ha-damai ala let If say you have two piles in front of you, and both are Demai both purchased from different places, says the Mishnah, So, or, sorry, two cases. One case is where the pile in front of me is Demai, and the second pile is either definitely Tevel, or it's considered Demai. So the Mishnah tells you us, that what you took off from your pile is going to be considered Truma, and it should be eaten by a Kohen. However, nevertheless, you do have to take truma off the second pile, because it's possible that the first pile's separation did not work for Pile B, because Pile B was either certainly Tevel or Demai, and the first pile, perhaps the Amharis, had in fact taken off the proper gifts, which meant that your pile was ready to be eaten. If your pile is ready to be eaten, then any separation from this pile will not help Pile B. I hope that concept is already clear. So, therefore, says the Mishnah, you do have to treat what you took off as truma, because after all, we do have to be concerned that it did work. But you do have to take truma off the second pile. Here is the inverse, where the pile in front of you is for sure tevil, and you are taking off from this pile to help out the second pile. So it says the Mishnah, Truma, it is Truma. However, Lote Truma to says mission here an additional halacha. That is, while the pile in front of you was certainly Tevel, and certainly required one to separate from it, but since you were separating from this pile in order to help out another pile, and that other pile, what we, we will call pile B, is only Demai, which means it's possible that it, everything had already been separated from it. So which means that when you separated from pile A, it didn't make it into Truma, Because if I take off from a pile for the benefit of a different pile, and that other pile did not, in fact, need any separation, then what I took up from pile A won't actually become chuma. Therefore, it says the Mishnah, you do have to sort of take off chuma and do everything again from this pile before the Kohen goes ahead and eats it. As opposed to, I'll just sort of add, this might be a little bit complicated, just to add, in the previous Case of this Mishnah. Where the pile in front of you was Demai, then in all those cases, once you separated, we'll consider it truma and no, or again, and no further gifts have to be given from this in order for the Kohen to eat. Okay, moving on to the sixth Mishnah in Mesachit Demai. Again, this is the second to last chapter of the Misachta. I hope you are still with me. Continues the Mishnah. We're discussing a case where two possible cases. One is a mekabal, one is a Choker. Mekabal means you're a sharecropper. A sharecropper means that you grow the field, and the condition is that while you are going to grow the field and reap the benefits of it, a half of it will be given to the owner. You make whatever deal it is a third, a half, uh, you know, two thirds. That's the deal. You're going to grow the field, you'll keep it, but as a rent payment, you're going to give a percentage of it to the owner. Another case, is called a, that's called an O-Race, a sharecropper. We had it in Masechet Payot once. The other type of case that they would generally uh, make, like a partnership, is called a hoker. A hoker is someone who rents the field, is going to grow the field, and is going to give a specific amount from the field as payment. So let's see what the mission says. In someone receives the field, In a form of a sharecropping partnership where he's going to give half of it to the owner. Says the mission. when you give the half to the owner, you do not have to tithe. You just give it to the owner. In other words, usually in order to permit something to leave your possession, you have to take care of the proper gifts. Here we allow you just to drop it in front of his front door and tell him to please tithe it. The reason is that we wanted to encourage Yeshuv Eretz Yisrael. wanted to encourage people to grow the land and apparently if you had to tithe from what you're about to give to the owner, that would have uh, deterred you away from working the field. However, it says the Mishnah, if you're just giving the produce as a payment, then things are a bit different, because then, generally speaking, um, you give it a little bit before, we'll uh, say like this, someone who's paying as a choker is supposed to at least give the truma, however he doesn't have to give any of the other uh, gifts, and the reason for that is, is, I'll just sort of read the bottom, since the contract of the tenant farmer requires him to give the landowner his share after the crop has been removed from the threshing, threshing floor, the rabbi has left the obligation to separate truma from the crop with the tenant farmer. Again, the point being that the, when you have this arrangement where you're giving the produce as payment, it usually happens later in the processes because you're giving it as payment. It's not like the guy before where, oh, I got half and you got half, let's move on. When it's done as payment, it's usually done later. So the rabbi said at least to give Truma to the owner. Rabbi Yehuda says this permission to allow the tenant what we will call him, to give as payment. Um, he only has to take off the chuma He doesn't have to take off anything else. This permission is only given where you're paying as rent from the field itself. But if let's say you're using produce from a different field as payment for the owner to allow you to grow in the field, in that instance, you then have to take care of all the gifts. This leniency was only when you're giving the owner back really what is his, then we said you only have to take off chuma, not the other gifts. But when you're paying from a different place, then you do have to give the produce in a way that it is ready to eat, which means all the gifts were already given from the produce. Okay, I hope that was clear. That concludes our learning of Mashaim for the day. As always, I thank you so much for taking six and a half minutes out of your day to study some Torah.